were you taking a piss? Sort of. WTF rock. The worst show ever. Wrestling heavy show today. We'll talk about Blue Chew. And welcome to the Fumble to the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor, and with me as always is Johnny Graham. As always. Let's <laughs> let's calm down here with the as right. always. The only, one who's here as, the only one who's here as always is me. Two in a row. Two Unfortunately, in a row. Eric will not be with us tonight. Uh, he's being a good husband and a good brother-in-law and picking up his uh, sister-in-law from the airport. He's like, uh, I'm going to start calling her Keith Hernandez. Um. Because he's driving from the airport. He's going to be helping her move. Um, but he had to go pick her up from his favorite city. And guest appearance on the line for anyone who can guess on the Facebook page what that city is. It is uh, me and Johnny tonight, so it's probably going to be an awful show. Um, I can't wait to have off. the first hour of next week's program being Eric just telling us what we got wrong for two weeks straight. Listen. Um we're experts, all right? That's what we do. This is all we know. Sports-ish stuff. I know sarcasm, not sports. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess there's really not much to talk about right now. Um, what do you mean? Not a lot co- has happened over the past week in sports. Well, we uh, we had a Super Bowl. What? Yeah, we had a, uh, the championship game in the NFL. That's that was a championship game. Did you miss it? You watched it, did you? No, I watched it. Of course, I did. <laughs> um, what was the best part of the Super Bowl for you? That wasn't the part halftime of the game. show. The halftime show was fucking awesome. <laughs> so good. My poor I son was a disappointed. watched no. me fucking go crazy. <laughs> yeah, did your kids like react at all to the music? There was like. Well, I was downstairs with Xavier, so yeah. Shade and Murphy were upstairs. I think Riley was playing Fortnite, and I was okay. just like, I, I was losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> did did uh, Xavier watch the whole game with you? Yeah. So i I ended up watching pretty much by myself the whole night. Um, As I said, you would. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did call that. They watched <laughs> at the beginning, and then. Melissa made it with me to the Super Bowl or a halftime show. Yeah. Uh, we got Gracie to come back down for the halftime show, but she stayed maybe the first song and a half. And then she's like, peace out. I'm done with this. Really? Uh, yeah. It was a great. Uh, so in the pantheon of halftime shows, where does this go down? For me? Yeah. I feel like Prince was the gold standard for me. So I was so drunk during that game. Okay. That I don't remember much of Prince. I remember him being behind the curtain and doing the yeah. Prince thing. I remember him he, playing Purple Rain in the rain. In the rain, which is incredible. But outside of that, I don't remember much. Oh, so, so, so. um. So for me, this one probably tops it because I watched it all and I remember it all and it was a good time. Um, yeah. But I would definitely say Prince or this one are the top two. Yeah, just depending I would agree. On, on who you are, what you are, what you enjoy watching. Tell you one thing, the weekend last year was fucking terrible. I couldn't even, yeah, I was trying to rack my brain. I was like, who was it last year? Could Madonna a few, like 10 years ago was pretty awesome. But I'm like the world's biggest Madonna fan. I don't remember Madonna at all. I'm not the world's biggest Madonna fan. That's a joke. Um, but I do love uh, I do love the song Like a Prayer. And so when she sang Like a Prayer, about 15 people texted me immediately. Like, Sean! Really? Like, All right. Yeah. Oh. When Eminem did um, the uh, 8 Mile song, Lose Yourself, I felt like that probably should have been the last song of the uh, halftime show just because of it's about, you know, going for it and but, I thought I thought there was going to be a Tupac hologram, as we yeah. talked about. Yeah. And when Dre was on the piano at the end after Eminem, 
he played the first couple bars. Of, I can't remember the song off the top of my head right now. A Tupac song? Yes. Mm. I didn't so catch he did that. Like, he, like, he did the whole, you know, forgot about Dre thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I heard the couple bars of the Tupac song. I was like, Tupac hologram! Tupac hologram! Like, I texted the shot. I was like, Tupac! Like, I was so, like, <laughs> in. Yeah. And then they went into the rest of the other song. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> but it was like his little tribute. Like, I got super stoked. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's pretty I good. what I song it was. It wasn't like Changes or or or, Ma, or uh, Mama or anything like that. Or it, it was, yeah. I forget what song it was. It was one of his popular ones. I just can't remember what it was. If I heard the, if I heard the bars now, I would know immediately. But it was just <laughs> one of those things where that. I was like, oh, my God. Like. I was, so. I was too busy being offended by Eminem kneeling at that point that I couldn't <laughs> even hear the. Dude, it was I after I, he he kneeled I, after that. I didn't even know he knelt until like they showed a picture the next day. I was like, oh, all right, I don't give a shit. I didn't even notice he was kneeling to be honest. Snoop was smoking weed before it. Like that's a shock. Yeah, uh, yeah. dude, that was I, great. I, I want them to go on the the. I want them to go on tour together. That was awesome, man. A good show. I, I saw one meme where it was like the Pawn Star guys, and they were yeah, like, uh, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> did give I, us did a I send that to you? you Best I could do was an upside down fifty cent. <laughs> that was so funny. And you know people what? That were 50... like, people were shitting oh, on fifty. Like, oh, he's so fat now. Yeah, he's fifty. Half dollar is now fifty years old. Like, of course he's gonna put on some weight, and he's still pretty muscular. Yeah, so, he was. Calm down, people. Yeah. I thought he did awesome. It was good. I, I was. I thought it was great seeing fifty, yeah. or as I like to call him, as I did a moment ago, half dollar. Um, but no, I was pumped throughout that. The only person that I was unhappy with, with their song selection at least, was Kendrick Lamar. I, I I'll be honest. He, I don't know a lot of his stuff. I know a couple of his songs. Not a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, the big one is is that uh, swimming pool song where he talk basically sings about drinking the entire time, uh, raps about it. Okay. And I figured he would go with a song like that that was super popular out of his catalog. Not something. I, I mean, this other song may be super popular. I just don't know a lot of Kendrick. Outside of the halftime show, what do you think of the game overall? I had had you a know- few uh, beverages, so I was enjoying all of it, even though. Some people said it was kind of a slug in the middle of the, like in the third quarter, but. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it. I, I, I had fun watching it. It was, it was a good, it was a close game. That's all you could ask for. It wasn't a blowout. And uh, it was good to, uh, I don't know. I really didn't care who won, which was the weird part. Like I thought the Bengals were going to get it. I thought uh, that final drive that they had, uh, I thought third and one, fourth and one. I didn't understand some of the play call. I don't understand why you don't have Joe Mixon out there for a third and one run. I don't understand. You know, there was a lot of things they. Sh- I felt they could have done. I missed the third down play and didn't realize it until later. Oh, really? I went to hit the restroom, went real quick, came back, turned around, and he, I saw the incomplete fourth down pass. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was – all right, well, I mean, fourth down, and they're like, and the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I was like, what? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was no, going, was... My, my winning score was still on the table. <laughs> my 27-23 yeah. was still there. Yeah. It was – I there were just – it was questionable at the end there. I, I feel like when it's fourth and one and it's game on the line, last play – I probably would have tried to run again or a QB sneak. Like you, if the ball hits the ground, it's over if you're throwing it. Yeah. But at least if you're trying to run it straight up the middle, I mean, a couple of drives earlier, Burrow had that scramble up the middle and picked up like yeah. 12 yards. I don't know. I, I feel like the play calling got bad at the end there. I know there's a lot of people that were upset about the the penalties at the very end. Um. You know, I thought it, that ref crew overall did a good job. Yeah, I, I, the only the only critique I'd have is they let them play ninety yeah. percent of the game. I don't so, think that pass interference call that 
was not in the end zone, the one before the one in the end zone. I don't think that was a pass interference. I don't either, but at the same time, my thought is this. Uh, you will see plenty of plays in a game where you go, well, why wasn't that called? And this was called and this, that, and the other. Absolutely. The humans, they got to do a good job. Definitely could have had a T. Higgins face mask penalty. Oh, definitely. At the start of that's the second a, half. Well, that's my point is the Bengals fans could think they got screwed, but at the same time, I feel like it evened out with that. Yeah. That T Higgins touchdown play. And it certainly wasn't a makeup call or anything like that. No, I, I do no. think that maybe officiating should look at like an eye in the sky type. Go back. It's the Super Bowl. You want to get everything right at that point. Well, there were two penalties on that play. At the start of the second half. You had that face mask penalty. Yeah. Which, no matter how you look at it, whether you want to call it offensive pass interference or face mask, it's a penalty. Right. There was also a blatant hold on Aaron Donald. Like, they showed the replay, and me and Xavier both were like, he's being held. Like, he's being fucking hugged. <laughs> like, that's a penalty. And yeah. they didn't call it. So I'm like, what are you going to yeah. do? Like, I'm not mad at the officiating. I, I do like in the press conference after the coach for the Bengals was like, the last thing he said is, to be clear, the Rams won this game. We didn't lose this. Like, they won it fair and yeah. square. So it was good that he said that. The dude just got another four-year extension up in yeah, Cincinnati. They, They're a young they, they build up that, like, the AFC yeah. for the next five to seven years is going to be a bitch. Absolutely. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, uh, potentially guys like Mac Jones. Yeah. Um potentially maybe i don't know i'm not gonna get too high on my horse here zach wilson if he can be if they can get him <laughs> okay. weapons and good offensive line i mean he, he showed some promise at the end of last season he's a season. young guy yeah he's a young guy you can um, say the same thing about fields in the nfc yeah you can say the same thing about Fields. you could say you know who else is there there's a bunch of young lamar forgetting about yeah. lamar lamar um, yeah easily you could trevor lawrence you never know if they put some pieces around him yeah um so the AFC is going to be a bitch. Baker, yeah. if he can screw his head on straight. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Or his arm. Uh, as I see the Doctor Strange preview again. It fucking looks awesome. Yes, it does. Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I just... Uh, the AFC is going to be a bitch. Like, there's no way around That's it. That's going like, to be tough. If I'm... If I'm this may have been the Bengals' one chance. I mean, I hate to say it. Everything worked out for them. Um, it could be, yeah. yeah but I mean, they're young. They got really good draft picks still, and they got a ton of cap room. And now do. that they got they got Chase and they got Burrow there, there's going to be free agents that want to go to Cincinnati. Yeah, they're good. They're good for the next three years. They're both on rookie deals for another Burrow yeah. for another three years. Chase for four. Yeah. So they're sitting in a good spot unless one of them holds out, which is always a possibility. Yeah, or someone um, gets injured again. That's why they got to build yeah. up that offensive line. So that. that I mean, that's that's number one. Yeah. For the Bengals. They have to hundred percent. And people were shitting on Eli Apple. Like he played fine during the playoffs and in the regular season. Like one game where you have two touchdowns to Cooper fucking cup. MVP. Well, yeah, like come on. Like Yeah. Guy probably should have been the MVP. Yeah. Who? Cooper Cup of the of the he league. Was. Oh, of yeah, league. yeah, yeah. He got one vote, didn't he? He probably should have gotten more. Yeah. Um. All right. I think the Rams win by more if OBJ stays healthy. Yeah, that was you'd never like to see that. They were playing on no. turf, and I mean that was a turf injury, definitely. Maybe. And it was his, did he did he tear it? Is it torn again? I think so. That's the same one. Sucks. But he's got a Super Bowl in a ring. in a contract year. Yeah. But, There's know, video of Andrew more. Whitworth, that offensive lineman, going up to him and going, hey, your legacy's fine. We're, we're going to win this shit. You're good. Like, we're going to win this. You're the first TD. That, I mean, I won that bet. That was a bet I had. Either Jamar good. Chase or Odell Beckham, first TD. Yeah. And I had Cooper Cup as MVP. So, bought myself good, three man. bottles of bourbon. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was a, it was a good game. I think uh, – now, would you have given Cup – I don't know. So, what my understanding for the Super Bowl MVP, 
the voting has to be done by like the two minute warning. Yeah. Aaron Donald, I feel like should have gotten the MVP at the end of that game. It's very hard to give it to a defensive player. It just is. It just is. Yeah, I guess. But why? Why is it? Tell me. Because their effect on the game is not as easily seen in the stat book. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can count pressures. You can count a couple sacks. You can count things like that. But like they're like Cooper Cup has 10 catches for 90 something yards, two TDs. Like, you know, well, this guy made a direct yeah. impact on his team scoring, winning. Don't get me wrong. Aaron know. Donald absolutely yeah. is the reason why the Rams won that game in that last drive. Right. But it's I not like he had four sacks no. and was was a terror like the year Reggie the year uh the, the Packers won it with Favre. Desmond Howard, I think, won it because he had two punt returns for a touchdown, right? Or a kickoff and a punt return. Uh, I, I think. Know. I could be wrong, I think. But Reggie White had like four sacks. Yeah. I was like, Reggie White should like as a kid, 12 year old, I was like, that guy should be the fucking MVP. Like, but if not for the punt, like Yeah. <sighs> Ended up being yeah. like a one-score game or like a ten-point game, and the two touchdowns up to the voters at the time meant more <laughs> than the sacks late in the game, which is understandable. Yeah. So, I got no problem with Cup getting it, though. I mean, the end of that, the last half of that game was basically Matthew Stafford having to throw to Cooper Cup. If they would have given it to Matt Stafford, I would have been pissed off. Not because yeah. I had Cup on a on a bet, but because he didn't deserve it. No. He was the average. And, yeah, he was Although fine. That, he, that no look play was pretty badass. I didn't even know about that play till the next day, though. Yeah, same here. But they didn't like, really capture it. I don't think people saw it until the next day. No, but it was, it was, like, cool. oh, it was amazing. It was like when Janet Jackson's tick came out. Everybody apparently saw it the moment it happened, but in reality, oh, yeah. they saw it like weeks later. Um, I feel like everyone saw it when it happened. I didn't. I was watching that game very closely in that halftime show. Closely, I didn't see shit until. Me and my father were like, all right, you know, and hmm. that was right before I went to basic training, like three months before I, I left. <laughs> three or four months. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, wow, boob. See, I didn't see it. Oh, well, it's because you were she looking at since. Justin Timberlake's dick the whole time. I mean, can you blame me? You were looking at his little end sink. What? I don't know. I got nothing. God, Eric, we miss you. We do miss you <laughs> so much. Come back next week, though. Will he be back God, next week? Life of... Please, I hope. I we're mean, talking about his balls. Nothing. Any... There's nothing going on. We're talking hoop, and I don't know golf. I, don't... No, I mean, I mean, what is going on for Eric next week? Does he have anything that he told us about for next weekend? I don't think so. Listen, we need to lock him in. <laughs> Make sure that <laughs> Christ. Yeah, there's going right. to be not a lot to talk. I mean, there's not. I mean, other than the Super Bowl, it was a good. We game. are hitting a dull period of time. Yeah, he did win the playoffs. Yeah, who came? What were the final rankings? I didn't write down the other picks as far as like the coin toss and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, you and Eric were tied. You and I picked the same thing, so if the Bengals had won, you would have won it for the playoffs. And you and he Eric picked the Rams. Won. Yeah. He so won. he won. He so it was like second, then third. Okay, so basically the same as the regular season. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. I took some chances. March, you'll win some March Madness. And I then we'll be definitely good. won't. I know nothing. I'm. Are we doing that again? Is that something we want to do again with the tournament? Hell yeah, man. That was Okay, fun. good. Good. Because yeah, I want to okay. do that. We're going to have to get that figured out. And we'll, we could have the guest on again, whoever wins. Exactly. I think that's perfect. That was fun last year. That was fun. Derek Parsons, get ready to be on. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I win, I'm going to dial in on the computer and on the phone. And I'm going to talk from both. No, if one of us wins, it's the person that's not on the show that does the best oh okay all right so that we're not like 
Here's our special guest, Sean O'Connor. <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, so glad to be here. Uh, long time <laughs> long listener, time first listener. time caller. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, so what do you guys think the Browns are going to do in the draft? Uh, I'll hang up. Hold on. <laughs> I want to hear this. Oh man. Meanwhile, yeah, if they God, just stay on the phone, they'll hear the answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fucking long. I don't know what the hell we did in the off season last year. There was a lot of stuff with free agency and trades and stuff like that that were going on last year. We were getting we ready spent for a lot the of time. Draft. Talking, we were talking about the draft a lot. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, sports were – last year was COVID, second COVID yeah. year. Baseball was getting into effect, so we were able to talk a little bit about that and what moves have been made stuff. Right now we're still stuck in a lockout with Major League Baseball. So Yeah, crazy. As, as I sit here wearing my Mets hoodie um, – I told you what I saw today. There was a graphic on the news mm-hmm. and it said, you know, top sports in a, I can't remember what the hell the graphic was now, but basically it was like, you know, of course football is the most loved sport in America. Then they had basketball and then they had soccer, major league soccer over major league baseball. See, I'm surprised that major league soccer, like United States professional soccer, is above Major League Baseball at this point. That's still shocking to me. Like, is it just? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where they got their numbers from or the percentages. Because the MLS like is not popular. Like it's not. Like it's getting. No. It's building. Like Atlanta. Like the Atlanta team does great with like their their uh, fans. They have huge numbers at their stadium all the time. Mercedes Benz. I think they've set the record for most fans at an MLS game like four times. Oh wow! Like they I do a great that. job. Like no, they do. They do a fantastic job down there in Atlanta. What's but their like, team? Do you know the United Atlanta United? Okay. I mean, you have like seven Uniteds in the MLS. You got DC United, Minnesota United, Atlanta United. Ugh. I think there's a. I think there's an LA United. Like. All right. They had to do that at the like like Kansas City FC for football club. Yeah. It's like there already is one of those, uh, <laughs> and they're the Chiefs. <laughs> Speaking of the Chiefs, did you see the report today? No, what? Supposedly, supposedly, Patrick Mahomes had a sit down with his wife and brother, or fiance and brother. What? And and told them, listen, you two are being a distraction. For all of your antics, I need you guys to not come to games next year. Get out of here. It's no, a report so that's out the there. Right here, Mahomes didn't ban brother fiance from Chiefs games. Okay, I, I saw a tweet. I didn't I don't I said it was out there. I didn't say that I'd, you know, done your research. Calm down, Eric. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh his fiance and brother had been a distraction. I don't know. Because I now I'm I mean, if you go to let me see. Sorry, there's also pretty... there's also a report out there. Yeah. That the Steelers might be trying to make a trade for Carson Wentz. For Wentz? Yes. Okay. All right. It's out there. It's it. I've seen multiple tweets about it. It's a story. It's a it's a it's a thing that's out there. I don't know if, what kind of rumor it is. Obviously, I'm not seeing it from Ian Rappaport or anyone like that. But that is a thing that's out there in in the world. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to happen. There's always rumors, but that is a rumor that's out there right now. <laughs> I mean, all right. If they, you know, I, I like that more than them going after like. Uh... Aaron Rodgers or, or, or Aaron, Russell yeah. Wilson, yeah. Because at least Carson Wentz doesn't, you know, he's beatable easily. Yeah. That poor bastard. Oh, babe, we just moved from Philly to Indy. Oh, babe, we got to move to Pittsburgh. <laughs> We're going back. You go from one eh, city to a decent one. Indianapolis is a decent city. Nice. That's why they keep the fucking uh, combine there. They like having the... Dr- like having the Super Bowl there, like a lot of people are like that's a very Lucas Oil. unassuming good place to go. Like 
they did right. a lot around that stadium for people to have stuff to do. Um, now you get to go to Pittsburgh where you'll freeze <laughs> your nuts mean, off you know, for seven months a year. Yeah, it's all right. Take Wentz. I'm good at that. I'm I mean, that, that wouldn't scare me if I was a team in the NFC, AFC North. I mean, no, I don't, you know, but I, the Pittsburgh Steelers are well coached and a good enough team to beat yeah. whoever, you know, despite the quarterback play sometimes. For fuck's sake, they made the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger this year. Yeah. And he could barely throw the ball. So exactly. So they can't be worse. It'll be an upgrade at least. Well, I mean, you think. You yeah. Think. Maybe not. Um, but he couldn't beat the Jaguars to get to the playoffs. <laughs> and that was hot out. It was hot out in, in Jacksonville. <laughs> That's have you, uh, how much time are you going to dedicate this weekend to the, um, the NBA all-star game? None. <laughs> I didn't even know it was happening until this morning. Someone said, I something. guarantee you, I'm going to watch more wrestling this weekend than I will NBA all-star highlights. What wrestling's on this weekend? The WWE is doing one of their couple time a year shows in Saudi Arabia. I don't love giving Saudi Arabia love, but uh, they're doing their Elimination Chamber event in Saudi Arabia tomorrow at noon Eastern time. Okay, maybe I'll uh, maybe we turn it on. Let me know when it, if you remind me. I'll try to put it on so we could talk shit. It's on Peacock. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Peacock, man. I'll be honest. The few times that I turn on, I don't know anybody except for like, oh, there's Brock Lesnar. He'll be on it. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. He's ran around forever. Yeah, and he'll be on it. I met him at the Denver airport. Yeah, didn't you? Did you talk to him? Yeah. What'd you say? I looked at him and went, hey, man, are you Bobby Lashley? He was like, yeah, I'm Bobby Lashley. I was like, when are you coming back? Like, this was after your wedding, your first wedding. Oh. I was on like the tram from like to my gate flying out of Denver. And he was just on the fucking same tram. And I was like, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> and you know, it's him. Cause he's the only guy in the world that is jacked out of his gills, but also looks like he's four years old. Yeah. He looks like a baby. And you're like, so I was like, that's fucking Bobby Lashley. It's <laughs> like, uh, Bobby Lashley. He was like, yeah, man. I was like, big fan. Uh, so this is like 2008, right? 2008? Uh, yeah, I guess. 2008. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, when are you coming back? This is before he we went MMA. Yeah. It was like, oh, we'll see what happens because he was out injured or whatever. But it was like right as he was about to go MMA. Okay. And he was like, he was like oh, I'm looking at some other things. Maybe some MMA and stuff. Like, All right, good luck. <laughs> Bye, Bobby Lashley. And then he saw Booker T. I saw Booker T a few years later at uh, the Atlanta airport flying to Augusta when I was flying home from a TDY. Yeah. That was funny. And I went up to him and said, are you Booker T? And he was like, yeah, I'm Booker T. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Shit. That's Fucking so Harlem funny. Heat in the house. Oh, man. What was his brother's name? Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Well, what's funny is that same day I saw, well, because it was, a, it was like a Legends of Wrestling thing going on in Augusta that weekend. Uh-huh. So on my flight was Booker T, Gangrel, a couple other people. Can't remember all of them. But there was like 10 dudes. And apparently Flair was there that weekend too, but he he, he flew private. Um, no. Um, but maybe an hour before that, I saw Bray Wyatt walking in the airport. He was yeah, going somewhere. Is that the Fiend? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, holy shit, it's Bray Wyatt. And then I went looking for him later. I was like, I'm bored. I got like two hours to my flight. Let me go see if I can meet this guy. And I'm walking around and I go hit the head because I had to take a leak. And I come back out of the bathroom. I start walking back to my gate. And I see him laying on the ground taking a nap. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to bother him. I, I thought you were going to say you turned around in the urinals and he was doing that upside down thing. Looking <laughs> <at him>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit my pants. So I'm like, I need to change my, need to change my underwear. Uh, do they sell those at one of the stores in here? <laughs> What's funny is another time I was TDY, I yeah. met the uh, horse trainer, Bob Baffert, right after he won his horse, won the Kentucky Derby. The next yeah. day, I'm in the Atlanta airport flying up here for TDY, and uh, he's just in the bathroom. I was like, Bob Baffert? And he's like, yeah. I was like, congrats. 
Good luck. Maybe you'll win the Triple Crown. Six weeks later, his horse won the Triple Crown. That's badass, man. For the first time in like 40 fucking years. Damn. I would not have recognized that person. Me I, saw, I was like, that's Bob Baffert. Every time I meet somebody, I'm like, that's that person. I know it is. I like that your initial question is always, are you that, you know, you always, are you that person? Because you don't want to assume. You don't want to be like, oh my God, Bob Baffert, blah, blah, blah. And the person's like, who, 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 who is this? <laughs> Just funny. ask them, are you, are you this person? Yes. Cool. Fan. Congratulations. Whatever. Nice to meet you. Are you Booker T? Yeah, I'm Booker T. All right. Well, shit. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm Shawnee O. I don't know. <laughs> Is this what we're doing? Shoddy O. <laughs> That's so, funny. Well, what's but, the... So, there was big wrestling news. We don't have There Eric was. So, we can it. talk as much wrestling as we want. Um, He's going to shut this off anyway when he gets to yeah. the earlier part. So, there was big wrestling news. Um, as we know, uh, you and I know, there is a wrestling company that Eric used to make fun of called A&W. I mean, AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Biggest the one AEW. Since the WWE. Um, and one of the people who helped build and create that company built it brick by brick from the ground up. Yep. Uh, Cody Rhodes, form, uh, Dusty Rhodes is son. Other um, son. Yes, outside of Gold Dust. Not Gold Dust, right? Yeah, the other one. Um, but he was an executive vice president of AEW. He has left the company. And all signs point to him signing with the WWE. So, now, when I used to watch, it was right around the time WCW went under and was bought by WWE. And didn't, like, uh, a lot of the superstars, like, didn't get along or didn't welcome a lot of those folks. Do you think he gets welcomed? I mean, yeah, but is he going to get welcomed into the locker room? I think... I, I I don't know. Um, a lot of his buddies from back in the day are gone now, but okay. I think a lot of people are probably impressed by what he accomplished. Um, he left under good terms, went and did the independent thing, went and did the Ring of Honor thing, did New Japan, built this company with these other guys. I mean, he won the NWA championship, the Ring of Honor championship, yeah. um, won a title, I believe, in New Japan. So, I mean, he's been around. He's done things. He's been successful. I think a lot of guys will be impressed by what he's accomplished. Um, and, you know, try to figure out, you know, they'll probably pick his brain a bit, see what he thinks about where maybe some should go or not go or whatever else. I mean. And do you know, do they know why he left AEW? Is that um, So, one of the things I used to – I used to listen to a bunch of different wrestling podcasts. I've since stopped just because one of the people I listened to, Jim Cornette, was always angry and it was affecting my moods. Um, but so a lot of it seemed as though the style of wrestling show that Cody wanted to do was very reminiscent of the old eight, 70s, 80s, and early 90s era. Uh, NWA slash WCW style. Yeah. Where the focus was on wrestling, not on storylines or drama and this, that, and the other. The other executive vice presidents were uh, less inclined. Also, more self trained, more like trampoline, backyard trained, you know, not really. Their styles clashed with his a bit. Um, and on top of that, uh, Tony Khan, the owner of the company, the guy, the, the you know, the guy who had the money to start it, um, he's taken over a drastic amount and has a million titles. He's the, you know, president, CEO, head booker, all these other things. A booker, for those that don't know, is a person who writes the storylines in wrestling, okay. um, match creator, all that stuff. Um, so, Tony Khan has taken over a lot of aspects of the business that. I guess was supposed to be handled by like the guys that were the wrestlers that were hired as executive vice presidents. So he was supposed to be the money guy, but instead he turned into like the creative control guy and all that stuff. So, Oh, all right. Well, best of luck to that Cody Rhodes. 
I mean, well, who'd you say he used to be in wrestling WWE? He was Cody Rhodes in WWE. Oh, I thought he was, he was like also Gold Stardust. Stardust. Okay. See, I didn't watch that. When he tagged with his brother Goldust. Is Goldust going to come back? He's staying in AEW for right now. Oh, okay. Actually, before we move on. Yeah. I got a fun little idea. Okay. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm a much bigger wrestling fan over the course of my lifetime than you are. Okay. Um, However, we did go to a show together. Me, you, Eric, and your ex-wife. Yep, I remember. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day 2006. Yeah. That was 16 years ago when I saw a taping of SmackDown. It's at the very yeah. top of fucking the Norfolk scope down in Virginia. <laughs> it was fun. But let me ask you this. All right. We watched a lot of wrestling, played a lot of wrestling video games back in the day. Uh-huh. Do you have a match that is one of your all time favorites? Um, let me think. I mean, God. All-time favorite matches. Do you want? Do you have one you thought you were thinking of? I do. I just got to find. Okay. I'll tell yeah, you I this. And this is such like a, it's a bad answer. So you might want to cut it after I'm done. <laughs> one of my favorite moments that I saw in wrestling that when we were watched stuff together mm-hmm. was, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but Eddie Guerrero won a championship and then Chris Benoit won in the main event. That was WrestleMania 20. That was before me and you knew each other. I remember watching that and they came out and they hugged each other at the end. And it was like, that was a great moment. It was at WrestleMania. It was at Madison square garden. Yeah. It was such a cool moment. And the guy, you know, uh, it did what he did um, and tainted his legacy with that. And, you know, I just, I mean, that one always comes to mind when I think of uh, moments that I saw. Because um, you and I watched that on DVD too. Yeah, like, absolutely. In my yeah. apartment. And then, um, I mean, I I'll always remember when uh, Undertaker beat Psycho Sid in WrestleMania 13 because <laughs> I got to go to Raw the next night as a, oh, nice. as a, I don't even know how old I was. I was a teenager, young teen. Probably 13 or 14, yeah. And uh, Undertaker came out right off the bat, and I was like, oh. But then Bret Hart came out for about 30 minutes, it felt like, and just was, like, whining about everything. But that was the <laughs> night after he beat uh, Austin in the submission. Oh, that's, pretty, that, that's a good match. Yeah, that was a fucking phenomenal match. So, you know, maybe maybe that match might go down as, like, the best one. Because that really turned, like, Austin into... Who he right. was? It was it was the double it was the uh, double switch. Yeah, one of my favorite storylines was uh, the Rock when he was going up against McMahon and them, and then he did the big switcheroo and mm-hmm. was actually working for him and won the title. And the then, um, and then on Raw one night when Mick Foley or Mankind won the championship, even well, though they w- say that was what turned the tide of. Uh... Yeah. Of the Monday Night Wars. That was a good Tony one Shivani saying what he said before uh, yeah. before they went to a commercial break. If you want to switch over. Folks, don't switch the channel. Yeah. Because on the other program, they have uh, Mick Foley, who wrestled here as Cactus Jack, winning, winning their championship. And then they made fun of it. They, they made some comments that Bischoff made him say. Yeah. And then... The ratings show that people immediately switch the channel because they want to see the title change. They loved Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think one of my favorite matches of all time uh-huh. is from WrestleMania 25 back in 2009. Okay. I wasn't Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. No, I'm, I'm not familiar. Oh, it's a great match. They did it two years in a row. The okay. second year was uh, Michaels' retirement match. All right. Um, but the first one was incredible. Was it, right. They started really talking up the streak at that point and all that stuff, Undertaker's WrestleMania streak and everything. And it was just a great, great match. Like, that was just one of, that's one of my favorites of all time. And I've been to a WrestleMania, and that one is still one of my favorites of all time. Like, it was just Which fantastic. WrestleMania did you go to? 29 at MetLife Stadium. Who was that? What was that one? 
Uh, the title match in that one was Rock versus Cena two. Oh. Um. And then I mean you had you had uh, Triple H versus Brock Lesnar in a, like a street fight. Undertaker versus CM Punk. Me and Eric actually went to the Monday Night Raw before that WrestleMania, so we went to the okay. Go Home Show. <laughs> like three years in a row, I went to the Go Home Show of Raw before WrestleMania, which That's was kind of cool. cool. Um, here in DC, All right. um, I went to the Go Home Raw before Daniel Bryan won the titles at Mania at WrestleMania 30. Me and Shadi went to that one. Um, but yeah, no, I think that was. The rest of that card is kind of whatever. I mean, that was the first one that had the shield on it. So, like, uh, John Moxley in AEW, Dean Ambrose in WWE, Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns Roman versus Reigns. yeah, versus the big show, Randy Orton and Sheamus. And the okay. shield won. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, okay. Overall, that was not a very good WrestleMania. But you know, get some yeah. rock. So that's that's pretty good. That. <laughs> I think yeah. I think Living Color actually played CM Punk's music. Oh, really? When he came to the <laughs> ring. Yeah, so that was really cool. That um, is cool. It was fucking cold though. It was like forty degrees. I was freezing my ass off. <laughs> where, where, where was it? Like super expensive to go to a WrestleMania? No, because I had at the time bought a like been to a bunch of shows in recent years, so I got like an early like. Uh, like one of those emails where it's like, oh, you could buy tickets early, and it was like sixty bucks a ticket. Like I sat in the upper deck, but I was like Damn. on the forty-eight yard line. That's pretty cool. So I was like, I'm pretty much dead center of this fucking stadium. So I'm like, pretty much dead even with the ring. And it was just, it, it was a cool experience. I'd love to go to another one. I'd love to take the boys to one if they got ever got back into it. Um, yeah. Oh, they don't no, watch it. Not as much. I remember when I was there last, it was nothing but wrestling on. TV. Well, that was like that was like three years ago. Yeah. No, they were just super into it. Yeah. And so yeah. and we used to go to the shows a lot when they would come to Augusta and stuff. But uh yeah. I mean it's just I've I, I would definitely go to another WrestleMania. Like that's an event. Like that's yeah, yeah. But the problem is now they're doing it two night over two nights. So that's like yeah. eight hours you gotta go to a fucking stadium to watch a WrestleMania. It's like I'm good. It's two days that, of driving into a city and shit. Like, eh. yeah. What's funny like is, so that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 29, I had just started with the government as a civilian. Yeah. I did our two weeks of like in doc. And then Monday, I started in my new office. <laughs> so Sunday, me and my buddy Liam, we drove up. I drove most of the way up, I believe. As soon as Cena pinned the rock, we bolted. We were like the first people out of the stadium. We were the first people like out of the fucking parking lot. Like we were gone. <laughs> we got back to my, he dropped me off at my house. It was like 2 a.m. I went to sleep for five hours. I got up, grabbed a shower, threw on a suit, went to work for my first day, got home that afternoon. Went I was so I was at work by 8 30. Got home that night, went to bed at like eight, and then I was good. But like, yeah, that first day I was like yeah. fucking struggling. That's we had a funny. couple beers at the parking lot, and then I did, I drank water and soda the rest of the time I was there. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm good. That's good, man. Yeah, that'd be fun to go to. I mean, I we used to be really into it. Yeah. In in the early days there at Langley. And it was fun. We used to, we had SmackDown. What was it? We had SmackDown, right? On PlayStation? Yeah. Yep. God, I don't know how many nights we spent just drinking and playing that game. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Because it, it we were on nights. And so the next, we'd start like 8 yeah. p.m. on like a Tuesday or Monday. After or pro We probably started on like 11 after the Monday Night Football game. Yeah. And then play till like six in the morning. Then I would crash on your couch. And then. <laughs> yeah. I remember some nights we'd get off like, oh, hey, there's no mission. You guys are good to go. And I'm like, SmackDown. Yep. And then we'd go. <laughs> used to drive me nuts because you would take hours to create a character. 
No, not like Ferris. No, not like you're right. You're right. Ferris oh, took but, a day. That's crazy. And then his somehow his character he made was just like him and walked like Frankenstein. And like, I don't know, he gave awful. him the big show's move or something. It was pretty He fun. went through every move you could possibly go through. Yeah, that was the worst. I think we went through a pack of cigarettes each, just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> we smoked so much. We were just like, go on. Hey, we're going to go to McDonald's and get something to eat. Is this yeah, you guys are good. I'll be here. I'll be here. Yeah, hey, can you get me, a, get me something? You guys driving? I'll buy. All right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. On the way Christ. back, I need a carton to get through the rest of this night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so long. I think we just would get rip roaring drunk and while he was doing that and then wouldn't want to play anymore. Yeah. Was it the like, only two- who wants to play me? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hammered. <laughs> it was too easy to win. <laughs> we would actually have good title defenses though in that game. Yeah. Like you and I against each other. Yep. We both got really good at that fucking game. <laughs> so it would come down to like you would do a Yes, folks, this is what your taxpayer dollars went to. <laughs> These uh, two assholes playing a wrestling video game for hours on end. Hours and hours. But have you ever played any of the newer ones? A couple times, but not I don't have the same. They're fucking impossible. <laughs> I can't I tried like Two, what was it? The 19, 2K19. I don't know what they're called now. Yeah. Couldn't figure anything out. I couldn't figure out a move. It was on easy, and I was getting my ass whooped (laughs) by a woman. (laughs) Probably. I I couldn't do anything. I was like, I just want to do the Royal Rumble. I can't even, like, I don't know. How do you throw someone over a rope? Couldn't figure it out. That was funny. One year I did get, like, when we still lived up here, I think it was that time that you and uh, Steph and the girls came over for Christmas. Yeah. I'd gotten. A wrestling video game, Shade bought bought it for me, and me, my dad, and sister for like three to four hours just kept playing Royal Rumble on repeat. <laughs> it was it was fucking hilarious. It was fun. It was funny as hell. But like I yeah. just never. They they're just not as back then because you only had so much you could do. Yeah, with the technology. It actually made it a more fun game. Yeah, it but did. now it's. Like, you could do this, that, and the other. I'm like, I don't need to. Just <clears throat> Well, in the game we played, you could bust each other open, too. Yeah. Bring Throw each other off the, like, cage and shit. Yeah. That shit was funny. Those cage matches were great. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw me off. <laughs> I'm going to go over. And I'm dead. This is bullshit. And I'm dead. This is, yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> you didn't even throw me on the table. Mick Foley had a table to fall through. <laughs> uh... I just died. I had a blast. That was a blast. Oh, and Hart's uh, fall was shorter than this one. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. That's staying in. <laughs> no. That's awful. Oh, oh man. I'm going to hell for that one. Have you watched any of the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring things? I've watched around? all of them. What was the one with Ric Flair on the plane? What was that all about? I lied. I have not watched all of them. I haven't watched that one. Oh, okay. No, but that's about a, a true a plane ride. The plane ride from hell. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Bunch of WWE wrestlers getting annihilated on an airplane and just causing all sorts of fucking havoc. But like sexual assault and shit. Yeah, well, the Nate liked to uh, when he was drunk, I guess, throw on a robe with nothing else on, and then do the uh, helicopter. Oh, well, in front of a uh, uh, flight attendants. All right. Well, that seems legit. Uh, Not good. Not good. It would show them Space Mountain. Well, Space Hill, maybe. (laughs) I've heard very little. We covered that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Eric. (laughs) I'm watching uh, couples uh, ice skating. Oh, yeah. What's happened in the Olympics this week? A lot of t- uh, the U.S. men's hockey team lost to Slovakia, I believe, yeah. and are not going to win a medal. Um, the women's team lost to Canada mm-hmm. and won the silver. Yeah, I did see that. 
But that actually um, looked like it was a pretty good game, too. Yeah. Our uh, men's curling team did not medal this year. Really? Yeah. Did you see, did you see the guy on the team that looked like uh, – He got too fit. Oh, hey, God. Oh, man. What? Dude did a throw with his lady, this Canadian couple in the ice skating. And uh, when he threw her, not only did he fall, but she also fell. Oh, shit. They're, she's crying. She's so sad. You know what's fucked up is the uh, that story about that Russian girl. She Okay, here's my thing with that, all right? So for those who don't know, young woman from Russia, 15 years old, ice skater. Uh, she was part of the team event. She got she popped for something. I don't know what it was. I'm Eric's going to tear me apart for this. Uh, Just cut that part out. She yeah. popped for something. For something, a performance enhancer of some sort. Um, but she was still allowed to compete in the women's uh, ice skating events. Mm-hmm. Um, and she performed poorly obviously due to i'm sure immense amount of stress and pressure and everything else that went along with popping pot for whatever um here's my thing with that she's 15 years old she's a child no matter what the substance was if she's ice skating for a chance to go to the olympics and they're like hey here's a supplement you should take do you think she's going to ask questions as a 15 year old child yeah. She's going to trust the <clears throat> pardon me. She's going to trust the people that she she practices with every day, the coach or the trainer, the teacher. Like what is she going to do? Like everybody's like, "Oh, well she tested positive." Yeah, but she's 15. Yeah. If I was a 15-year-old athlete going to the Olympics and I my trainer or coach or whatever was like, "Hey, take this." What am I going to do? What am I going to be like, no, coach? Like, what is it? Like, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Any kid would. Yeah. No, I agree, man. And like, I, I want to say tearing that, her a new asshole. It's not. Stop it. Though, though I, 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 I think I saw something, too, that it was three drugs found. Um, two of them were actually for, like, her heart. Yeah, and they said that like it got mixed up with like her grandfather's drugs or, or, or prescriptions. Sorry, not drugs. I I don't want to say it, I don't want to make it sound like she's using meth to perform like <laughs> prescriptions for her heart grandfather's heart medicine or something. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel I like people are being way too hard on a child. Just sobbing. The other Russians that had meddled, those two women wanted nothing to do with her. Her coach was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And you know she's going to go back to her country. And disgraced. She's not, yeah, disgraced. Um, and that's a fucking scary country to go back to like that. Um, the and, only I mean, saving grace is she's 15 years old. She's 15, and, and who knows where it goes from here. Like, her life can be theoretically ruined. Or she can get back at it. And prove that it wasn't any sort of substance that got her there. Yeah, if her country lets her. If she's that talented, you think they will? Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Then again, in four weeks, we could be at World War Three. so who knows? That's, that's true, too. Do you have a conspiracy? So here's the conspiracy. Phelps actually lost in Beijing. All right, so it okay. says... In- the 2008 Beijing Olympics are famed for Michael Phelps' astonishing dominance, where eight he won goals, right? eight gold medals, the most first-place finishes at any single Olympics Games. Some believe that it should have been seven gold medals, however, and that the 100-meter butterfly was actually won by Serbian Milorad Kabic. It has been good, suggested... Good pronunciation. Thanks, man. It has been suggested that Cabbage had a faulty touchpad, which did not stop immediately, and this allowed Phelps to win by just one hundredth of a second. Cabbage protested, and video analysis was used, and this was used to confirm Phelps's victory. 
Although images were not made public, Omega, the timekeeper and sponsorship partner of Phelps, also refused to release underwater photos of the finish, which fueled suspicion. Uh, the gold tied Mark Spitz's gold medal record, but Spitz claimed in 2015 that he had seen an email from Omega that confirmed Phelps had actually lost the race. So were they just helping Phelps out there? That's interesting. I thought I, I remember the controversy. Yeah. I feel like part of it was like the guy. It was very tough to tell. Like he, he maybe he swiped the pad, like didn't press it, like didn't yeah. hit it. Like Phelps hit it when he finished. And then the guy kind of just like brought his arms over, maybe like fingertipped it. Yeah. So it didn't like read it, maybe. Like I remember there was being something. I, I do remember. I, 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 from what I remember, it was could Phelps's pad been more uh, sensitive? And so when he was coming in, the force of the water that he was, while he was going in a downward motion, might have triggered it before he even touched it. It is suspicious that they didn't release the photos and things of that nature. Um, could that bit of some, something that have, could have happened? Absolutely. I mean, the IOC is not the most, you know, yeah, upstanding organization in the world as we've seen this week. Um, <laughs> let a 15 year old fry on our own, but yeah. uh, it's possible. I mean, it was a very tight race. I remember it clearly, but. Of course, I'm super American, so I'm like, no, nah, fucking Phelps won it. I guarantee I was, but right. I, is it possible? Absolutely. Do I have an answer? I'm gonna say no because I think by now it would have come to come light. Out. Yeah, you think someone would have said something? Possibly, or, or it would still be talked about. You know what I mean? It would still be something that's brought up more often. Um, Mark Spitz. Probably jealous that he lost the record or whatever, you know. No, I right. saw things. Sure, you did. All right, prove <laughs> it. Let's, let's then release the pictures if you saw them. Yeah, if you have. Well, them. he got an email saying, apparently, okay. allegedly. All right, so here's the last one. This is your. Uh, this is a Olympic hockey medal game. The USSR took a dive in their 1980 Olympic hockey medal game a.k.a. the Miracle on Ice against the U.S. Here's the theory. Didn't they still win you, the bronze? I don't know. I don't know. Theory. U.S.-Soviet tensions were running high in 1980, and rumors began to circulate that President Jimmy Carter was seriously considering, considering an American boycott of the 1980 Summer Games in Moscow. Wait, Summer Games? Yeah, they used to be... Not the same year, but there was a, I forget what happened. Like, I think they did 92, then 94 to get them on operate opposite years. Like okay. every other year kind of a deal. All right. Concerned that a lack of U.S. participation would lower interest in the Moscow games, the USSR hockey team was told to throw their medal round game against the U.S., hoping that America's thrill from the victory would lessen their hatred of the USSR and stop the boycott. Nope. Here's what theorists say. The USSR was the world's greatest hockey team. They proved their worth by winning the Challenge Cup in 1979, where they defeated a Canadian all-star team, not a bunch of inexperienced college kids. While the U.S. just squeaked by with a 4-3 victory in the Olympics, the young American team didn't show that level of talent against the Russians just days earlier. The U.S. was routed 10 to 3 by the world dominating USSR team in an exhibition ex at Madison Square Garden just two weeks before their Olympic showdown. Some very questionable coaching decisions during the Miracle on Ice game also cast doubt on the Russian team's authenticity. After the first period, USSR head coach Victor, whatever, removed the Took world. Took out his gold. Trechinov, right? T I K H O N O V. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Remove the world's greatest goaltender, Vladislav Trechiak, from Trechiak, the game. I'm sorry. Yeah. A completely unexpected decision which shocked both. because well, he gave up a goal right before the period ended. Like as the buzzer went off, he gave <laughs> up a goal. 
from All like right. just inside the blue line. All right. Also, the Russians violated fundamental hockey strategy by not pulling their goaltender in the final minutes. He didn't know Down- what to do. Huh? He didn't know what to do because they had won so often. All right. Down with one goal with only a few minutes to play, the USSR chose to leave goaltender Trechiak in the game instead of substituting him for another attacker, which would have given the Russians a much greater chance to tie the game. Here's the verdict. Very, very unlikely. Yeah. The two things we knew about the Russians in 1980, it's that they loved hockey and that they loved to embarrass the U.S. There was, there's no way. No way. Uh, while the coaches' moves were quite suspect and pretty moronic, a lot of coaches have the habit of over-strategizing in big games. Uh, he probably pulled Trechiak as a punishment for giving up a soft goal with seconds left in the first. Um, and let's see. And he was probably worried about goal differential when he chose not to pull the goalie at the end. Remember, in 1980, the medal round was not an elimination tournament. It was a 14 Robin playoff. Pulling the goaltender was more likely to give the U.S. a free goal, which could have hurt the USSR in case of a tiebreak. So that's probably bullshit then. Absolutely. Listen, right. that Russian team would have beaten them 99 times out of 100. Yeah. That was the one time. Pretty badass. America's playing on home ice in Lake Placid, New York. Obviously, very pro-American crowd. Yeah. The team had juice. Herb pushed all the right buttons. They they just they hung in there. They they won the game. Like there's no yeah. no. Nope. I have a Michael Ruzioni jersey upstairs for obvious reasons. <laughs> we should no uh, way should. that game was whatever. All righty. Well, thank you for joining us this week on the Fumble to the End Zone podcast. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with a full crew. <laughs> Eric, we missed you, buddy. We'd love to talk missed more you. about your uh, your experience uh, post surgery. Yeah. Need See how you're doing. Some... Yep. LSP's helped out. Um, but yeah, uh, folks, enjoy the college hoops as it heats up. For those of you watch that will be watching the NBA All Star Weekend, have fun watching that uh, last weekend of the Olympics. So enjoy that. And then uh, don't forget about hockey. Plenty of stuff still going on. And maybe next week baseball will figure out its lockout and we can get back to some spring training talk and free agency. Um, But otherwise, (laughs) there's a wrestling's on every week. There's no off season. So we can cover that (laughs) forever. We're not going to talk that again for a while. This is the most wrestling talk on this show, huh? Unless Eric's not here. I'll just pick yeah. a match every week. The match of the week that I think sh- people should watch as to why I still like wrestling. Post it on the Facebook. No. On the show. <laughs> but All right, buddy. Thank you for joining me. Eric, all we right. missed you, pal. You're a good brother-in-law and husband and son-in-law for going and picking up your uh, sister-in-law in your favorite city. Um, yep. But uh, drive safe. We will talk to you next week. Love you, pal. And... Uh, All right, Johnny boy, thank you for being here. All right, later, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, bye-bye, folks. Have a good one. Bye. New segment. New segment. So this segment that we're going to try out, Sean, since Eric thought you and I did so well and we're so knowledgeable last week mm-hmm. in any, every story that we discussed. We did a lot Especially of Especially about Miss Eileen Gu. A lot of research goes into this show, folks, just so you know. If you haven't we spend, noticed. We spend a lot of time researching and going through stuff. So what we decided to try is Sean is going to pick, I don't know, a couple news articles that he finds just randomly on ESPN. I am? Yeah. I want you to go to ESPN, pick the sport, and then whatever the headline is, you just read me the headline, and I'm going to tell you, because I've researched all of them, exactly what it is without you having to dive in. Any sport. Any sport. 
Okay. I've looked at all. This is not going to go well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to find something that I think would be hilarious. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. We, you can trim it down. We don't have to leave this in if it doesn't work. Either. Yeah, it may not. <laughs> I thought you were going to have these stories that you were good with. Uh, no. Teams. We'll go, with, we'll, we'll go by teams. Teams? Teams. For what sport? I'm not telling you yet. Oh, shit. I'm fucked. All right. This dude is going to blow up the recruiting stories of all 20 Wooden Award candidates. That's all I'm getting. That's this dude is gonna blow up. Are you? You got to be talking about cricket here, okay? Is what I'm guessing, right? This dude that you're talking about has got to be. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I didn't from know Pakistan? you were gonna do it. <laughs> is he from Pakistan? No. Uh, oh. Jesus Christ, John. Uh, all right. <laughs> Never mind. Just cut all this. <laughs> this is too hard. That's what she said. Uh... <laughs> What sport were you picking? NCAA basketball. Oh, cricket. All right, just cut that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both tired. No new segment this week. Huh? 